Hey there. Thanks for joining me today for another episode of Lymphedema Podcast. My name is Betty. I'm a certified lymphedema therapist, passionate lymphedema advocate, mother, and the voice behind Lymphedema Podcast. What began as a small passion project in 2019 to provide answers and explanations to people with the lymphatic disease lymphedema has now reached more than 75 countries. Whether you're a patient, caregiver, medical professional, or someone interested in lymphedema, there's an episode here for you. Every week this season, there will be a new episode to help you learn more and navigate better your journey ahead. I'm so passionate about teaching others about lymphedema that I made this podcast just for you. Disclaimer, if you feel you have lymphedema but have not been diagnosed, please see your medical professional as this podcast is not a replacement for a diagnosis in person, a treatment in person from your certified lymphedema therapist, or a substitution for your doctor's medical advice. Thanks for joining me. I hope you're ready to learn something new today. This time, I'm really, really excited about this one. So today I have Kirsten joining me back again to talk about lymphy weddings. So Kirsten was just recently married and she has been planning her wedding and has been putting her awareness and putting her condition at the forefront, not only just with preparation and maybe modifying attire or activities, but also in her health, her mental health and her physical health. And so I thought it was really important to bring her on so that we could talk some more about how to plan a lymphy friendly wedding. So Kirsten, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much, Betty. You're welcome. Thank you, for having me. This is great. you and I were just catching up a little bit and we both kind of said that since our first interview, probably in 2019, when the podcast first came out, a lot of life has happened. I would say a lot of life has happened for both of us, but you were saying you've had additional surgeries. You have been, you've gotten a boyfriend. He's become your fiance and then your husband. So you've been on the move and hopefully we'll get a recap episode sometime soon. But if anyone is interested in learning specifically about Kirsten's original story that we had discussed in the podcast, it's way back there. And you can find that on the website's directory of shows. Just go to the podcast page and you can type in LVA surgery or Kirsten by her first name, or maybe even her social media handle, and you could probably find her there by using those keywords. Um, But without further ado, let's jump into this wedding party. First of all, congratulations. Getting married is a big deal uh, for for all the reasons, but you've made it, it, you survived, and now you're an old married lady. I am. I was, oh, I was already an old lady. Bedtime is at eight yes, o'clock. Yes, I love that. <laughs> I love that so much, actually. <laughs> I need my sleep, which is good for the It's really good system. for all the things. It's good for I everything. noticed that when I cut out sleep, it just is a snowball effect. So the first question I want to jump into is attire. When you were planning your wedding outfit, what modifications did you make or did you make any modifications for your legs? Also, let's go back and say this. What is your affected presentation with lymphedema? My affected presentation, um, having both um, primary lymphedema bilaterally in my lower quadrant. So both legs, 
um, had issues in my right leg ever since that started diagnosed at least in 2014. And then my left leg began to develop the lymphedema. Gotcha. Okay. So that way people kind of know what we're talking about as far as modifying. So what modifications were included for your wedding attire? Well, in recent history, the last couple of years, I've really opened up and not wanting to quote unquote hide my lymphedema. It's just like, I don't care if anyone has any negative thoughts. I don't care. So I don't care about showing it off. And in fact, I enjoy the, um, the entrance of people seeing my compression, seeing my legs and starting that conversation. So I just kind of did my own normal thing. Um, short dresses and skirts, honestly, I find the most comfortable with lymphedema. It's nice and flowy. It's not restrictive. Um, I do enjoy maxi skirts as well, not to hide my lymphedema, but you know, just for a business casual attire at work, which is still and comfortable, um, breezy, and then the and, comfortable. and comfortable. Yes, comfortable, appropriate, appropriate for work. Um, I can still wear my bandages and it'd be super comfortable. Uh, so, in terms of wedding attire, uh, everything I had short, white, flowy dresses for everything for my bridal showers, for my rehearsal dinner. Um, anything bridal wise, you like Google online, it says to occasionally like have a night out with your, your soon to be spouse and, um, just enjoy each other and enjoy each other's, just enjoy that moment before craziness starts or just take a break from the planning. So I would just have cute white things to wear short, flowy. Um, I did even find a white maxi dress on Amazon. That was that I had in the closet just in case I needed it for some sort of bridal thing, which I never ended up wearing it for a specific bridal event. Um, but I have it and it's just another maxi dress. And then that way I don't feel like I'm wearing the same thing you know, every day at work or something. Um, I, in terms of the wedding day for attire, I still had my dream white gown and everything floor length, the whole skirt, the whole nine yards, um, the whole train. I think that's what it's called. The only thing different I did is I did not wear your typical fancy high heel wedding shoes. I was like, no, thank you. Like not even for pictures. I'm not trying to intentionally make my lymphedema angry when I already yeah. know this is going to be a super long day, but I did, I, I'm short. Okay. People. So if you don't, if you, you can't tell in pictures probably, but I am 411. So <laughs> I am short. I was even, my only quote unquote bridezilla you could say was I asked, I found a pair of shoes for all my bridesmaids that were just flats. They're just super cute sandals. They're flats. Um, everyone seemed to love them and they can still be worn every single day. They were cheap. They were like $30. Um, and I was like, no one's allowed to wear heels because <laughs> I want to look a little taller than I normally do next to So I did on DSW's website find, um, a wedge flip-flop that uh, that were just a couple inches off the ground. And they were really comfortable, and they are only $30. So since they were so cheap, I was able to buy two different sizes without breaking the bank. Um, because when I bought these, this was when my left leg was really struggling last year. And then um, just briefly, because I know this is – we're not about surgery today. But bought them, and then I had surgery, the lymph node transfer and liposuction to liters were taken out in December. So now my foot is like a whole different size. But buying the two size flip-flops still worked and I can use them interchangeably Smart. on a good day or a bad day or whatever. So that's pretty much, yes. And again, they did not break the bank, which in the past 
more I would have. Um, but they they were comfortable. I enjoyed them. They're cute. And you're wearing a long dress anyway. You're not, you can't see your shoes. So I did not do the whole fancy, typical, expensive wedding hike. I just want a little bit of a feel. They're foam. They're comfortable. I can still dance yeah. in them. That's good. I, I mean, the pretty shoes, for some people, that's their thing, right? Like, everyone has their thing. Um, yeah. And when it comes down yeah. to it, if that's your thing, you're going to sacrifice, and that's the thing you're going to make work, and you're going to wrap the crap out of your feet until the moment you slip into them, and then you're going to recover for a week after. But I think that's smart. Financially, it's smart that you were able to buy two pair, switch them out, and you got a little extra height. How did it feel to be five one for a day? <laughs> I was like, man, the weather up here is great. <laughs> this is nice. That. <laughs> that was great. Even next to my horse, I looked I a little that. bit taller. <laughs> Everyone's always like, man, he he's so big. And I'm like, no, he's not. I'm just really they, short. I mean, they can't see because we're doing <laughs> this is audio, but you and I can see each other. And I can tell you that. I didn't think about you being short. I know that you are short uh, just from other conversations, but now I'm paying attention to the chair back behind you. Yes. <laughs> I'm short. There's just no hiding it. There's it's no fine. I mean, it. It if age is, can be a number, but... so can height. Okay. Not a big deal. Yeah. And one of my girls is even six one, and the joke was that she yeah, has you to might as well just like put her in a slope and she's at the bottom. <laughs> Yeah. No, it was funny, but it was all good, that and I can't great. wait for my photos to come out. So I think I think it all turned out well. In terms of attire, it all turned out well, and I just I just still did my thing, and I am just very comfortable in showing off my compression and not caring what people think, and and inviting people to. Did you wear your regular garment for the day, or were you wrapped, or like on like for underneath the dress? Did you just go ahead and wear I compression have- like normal? I did have that question. Uh, yes, someone asked me that question already. I wore. Um, yeah, we'll get into it more specific, but yeah, you just wore you wore um, compression, just, so we're good. I did both. I did both. I'll go on. So, what more. preparation lessons did you learn, or what special thought did you give to wedding preparation in the process? There were definitely a lot of times I was very overwhelmed. I was overwhelmed. It's just not physically, but it's just a lot going on when you're planning a wedding. And and me and my mom are doing it. Like, this was all on us. Like, I love planning. I'm a planner for my own personal life. Like, if we're going to make plans, like, okay, I need to put this in my calendar. Again, I'm an old lady. <laughs> I can't do this whole last-minute stuff. But a lot of the reason is because of my lymphedema. Like, do I need to wrap? How late am I going to be out? Like, how, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So in terms of planning a wedding, there were times where it was very overwhelming. I just felt like there was a lot to do. I need to pump. I need, like, these emails really need to be responded to, but I need, it, it takes me 30 minutes to wrap my legs because I'm wrapping two legs. Um, and especially if, uh, if they're not rolled yet, then that's another 10, 15 minutes. Um, I did find good quality time anyone out there planning a wedding now or in the future 
because um, I know another friend of ours who's engaged right now planning a wedding. Your pump is your best friend. If there's something you can just do sitting down, which is most of the things, unless you have an appointment to go to, get in your pump. You can take care of those emails. You can take care of those thank you cards. I learned that being in my pump became my best friend for doing anything wedding related. And I do really prefer pumping first thing in the morning, like before work, before my day gets started. Um, and so a lot of those times I would answer emails and make those appointments and make those decisions while I'm sitting in my pump. And that way I'm kind of killing two birds with one stone. And I can start my day a little less stressed with taking those emails and those responses off my back. Like, okay, cool. It's not even six o'clock in the morning and I've got the first thing. <laughs> That's on a my great way to start. <laughs> Yes. And then that would be my big key thing during pretty much throughout the whole process. Um, in terms of the weekend of, there's any last minute stuff. I'm a stressor. I'm a planner. I don't like not being in control. I don't, I like to know where my things are. So I was very worried about that. So my day of coordinator and my mom and my husband's mom, I was just like, okay, I don't care what vehicle stuff gets put in, but here's a list of which household, like where everything needs to end up at, like things we borrowed, things that needs to come to our house, things that need to go back to mom's house, you know, whatever. So anything last minute I needed to do, making lists or just being sure of anything, um, I just did it while sitting and staying elevated. I tried to take it easy as best I could the weekend of um, as part of preparing. I washed all my leg stuff. Our wedding was on a Sunday, so I washed all my leg stuff. Friday night or Saturday morning, I don't remember. Um, and I made sure that was all dried and packed for the honeymoon um, because it was wedding night. And then honeymoon, our first flight left 6.30 in the morning. So it was just like, okay, I definitely don't want to make sure, want to make sure I don't forget anything. And I'm obviously not going right. to be thinking of these things at four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I wake up the day after my wedding, which I think I got up at 3.30. So wash all my leg stuff packed everything I didn't need. I left out one set of garments for each leg to wear during the wedding. Um, I have two sets of bandages always going on at once, weekdays and weekends. That way Smart. one's washing while I'm wearing one. And the weekday ones were washed, hung up. I stayed at an Airbnb with my girls for the weekend because we didn't have the place on the venue to get ready. And so that's where like my husband plays a huge role in, in helping with all this. He rolled up the weekday when they were dried and set them aside for me so that they were literally ready to go for me to just get into Monday morning before I um, And I had the tape set out and everything. Like if I, if, I'm at, if I know ahead of time, I love things being set out and prepared. Especially when I like to bag stuff up. So if I'm um, traveling, so for camp, yes. watch me specifically. Uh, I will, I know that there's like a theme day or I know that like, I'll look at the schedule. I'm like, okay, on this day, this is our horseback riding day. So I need to make sure like I'm wearing jeans that day and you know, the rest of the week, like if this is our swim day, my bathing suit is on this day. And so I'll literally take the clothes by day and put them into like a Ziploc bag and like write Monday, <laughs> which sounds so silly. Like I'm a toddler or something, but when you get into busy mode and you just need to look and go this tells me to wear it it's Monday I will wear this like planning ahead it takes some energy but I feel yeah. like that could probably be, 
probably even help for the bandages and things. Like if you were to bag your bandages up in a kit, so like this is the kit for left leg, for right leg, whatever. And then you have a nighttime bandage or you can have your extra wraps or whatever. It's just easier to grab it instead of like fumbling through a duffel bag, probably full of bandages and tools. So just kind of organizing them that way. And then the fact that you had them already like pre-rolled and laid out and set up and washed, that's extremely helpful. Mother Teresa says, loneliness and the feeling of being unwanted is the most terrible poverty. This podcast is here for you to find friendship and a community for your journey with lymphedema. I hope you enjoyed learning more about our topic today. Remember, if there's a topic you're looking for, the website has a full library of podcasts. Email me with your story if you would like to share lymphedemapodcast at gmail.com or visit the website lymphedemapodcast.com to submit a topic for another episode. anxiety to begin with I'm just a very anxious person but when it comes to my lymphedema and especially traveling I uh, I get very okay I need to plan ahead I need to make sure I don't forget anything how am I going to wash these while I'm gone Um, because with lymphedema that's not something where if you forget something you can just go down to your the local convenience store and pick it up it's just like if you forget it it's like an oh no moment And so I definitely, I'm like, okay, I stress over that more than actually packing. Like, okay, if I forget my toothbrush, no matter where you go in the world, you can go down somewhere and find a toothbrush. But like when it comes to lymphedema stuff, you can't. So, um, you know, my husband helps out with that a lot. And, um, and so I, I prepare in that way. And then while at the venue, cause as I said, we were getting ready on Airbnb. So I had a bag with me to take to the venue and at the venue when I did unroll from my bandages and get into my compression garments, I had that bag so that anything I had with me away from the house that needed to go on the honeymoon, it went in that bag. And it was just like, okay, anyone who is involved with me leaving the facility tonight, make sure this bag ends up in my husband's truck (laughs) to go home with us. Very much like a huge lengthy maid of honor. (laughs) Uh, job role. Like if you're gonna move my mo, yeah, yeah, you're in bandage and pump. Very great <laughs> supervision. Yes, every everyone was awesome. And then, um, as I was getting in my garments, all my bridesmaids helped roll my bandages, so they were already rolled to be packed nicely yeah. and not just like kind of thrown into something. And talk about having two sets of bandages rolled in less than two minutes. That's amazing. <laughs> it was nice. I'm like, hey, can, yeah, can we just have like a weekend house roll party? Often? Yeah. I was like, this is cool. Like, I look up, like, I think they were done by the time I was even in my garments. And I was That's like, awesome. can we do this more? So let's talk about <laughs> that day of preparation and modification. So you're just talking about the compression prep. Did you, how did you prep yep. with day of events and activities because I don't know how early your wedding was but sometimes wedding days start really early if you have to get bridal party hair and makeup and all those things done yeah 
our ceremony was 3.30 in the afternoon, and um, we did have to start uh, a little earlier than, you know, I, don't, I guess I don't know what normal would be. But um, we had to take travel time in consideration because the Airbnb was on the other side of the county. So even though we're in the same county, it was still a 25-ish minute drive. So it was like, okay, hair and makeup has to be done by 12.30. Like there's, that has to be done. So we got started at eight. Yeah, we got started at eight o'clock. I was already awake. Oh, yeah. I couldn't sleep. I, I'm, I'm weird. Yeah. I have to have, like, I didn't have noise. I couldn't sleep. So I was already awake. Um, But I just, I stayed wrapped as much as I could, rewrapping to freshen them up in the morning and stayed wrapped in, t- in my bandages until literally until I needed to get in my dress. And that was important to me too, because my, um, in terms of getting ready photos when we're in our matching PJs and everything, I did want those photos in my compression garments um, by the photographer. So we we're able to coordinate all that, um, did those photos, and then I got in my dress at 2 p.m. And that's when I unrolled, put my garments on, and got into my dress. So I really, bandaging, I feel like is the most effective for me. And in my case of lymphedema for my body, I stopped wearing night garments a few years ago. I just didn't feel like they're as effective and they're just way too expensive for something that you just don't feel like is effective for you. And so I just wear bandages at night or during the day if I want to. Um, so stayed wrapped until 2 p.m., got in my dress, and was in my compression garments from 2, and we left the wedding. It was, like, sometime between 8.30 and 9. Like <laughs> Party's like, over. Right, okay, cool. <laughs> and I'm going to go throw these compression garments off. <laughs> you know, kind of like you get home from work, and, you know, you're just excited to, you know, get in some comfy clothes and everything. Like, no, for me, it's just that like, yes, I need to get I these garments off. I can only imagine done for the day yes and then um while my hair this was super nice because I was a little worried like of course I want to be around my girls I want to conversate I want to have fun but I need to not be up I need to be sitting I need to be taking care of myself and just taking it easy so while my girls were getting their hair done I would they sat me in a chair next to them and with each one switching out I would prop my legs up in their lap so that way um, I stayed elevated. Uh, I was relaxing. They actually did not let me do anything. Like even my phone was taken away. <laughs> it's just like, this is your day to not worry about anything and anything I wanted to eat or snack on or drink, they would bring it to me. So um, my girls played a huge part. Yeah. Well, my parents too, but they were kind of at the venue getting stuff ready. So, Cause of course it was Sunday, so we couldn't have any time Saturday to get ready. But, um, they were there. My nieces, my flower girls, they were all there. Um, and it really helped make me feel like I was with them and around them. And this was my day. And it, my edema wasn't taking me away from anything. Um, and uh, it just, it really helped me stay comfortable and be ready for once the craziness, like the, the big craziness. I love that the started. girls let you, or not let you, but they took turns helping you elevate. Yeah, they're all. I love that. All of them are really amazing. So one of the things that I saw you share in your stories was about your awareness table. And this is something I thought was so smart, so brilliant. 
and I wanted to just get your take on the awareness table. How did you come up with the idea? Well, how did you get the products or the tool, like the materials? And what was the response from your guests? Yeah, so I was really excited about this. Um, I've had my Instagram account and my lymphedema account, as I call it, uh, I think for several years now or for years now. And so I really feel like I've, I, I want to advocate. I want to um, bring awareness to any community or anyone who's willing to listen. You know, lymphedema can't control yeah. me in the sense that it can't take my voice away. So I feel like yeah. I've really um, – it's helped me a lot having the social media account. And so now I'm ready to take it in more of a physical sense. Like I see what y'all are doing with Camp Watch Me and others out there are doing, um, Amy writing her books. And I think it's all fantastic. So I think I'm ready to try and do something more physical and more out there in the community. And I took my wedding as my first opportunity to do that. And so um, I knew on the Lymphedema Treatment Act that they have stuff that you can purchase. It is or most of them, I think, are technically free. You just have to pay for shipping, which wasn't that expensive at all. So all of the pamphlets I got, just informational pamphlets, and all of them I pretty much see on my OT's office too. So I'm sure it's they're kind of ones that everyone's seen. Um, I'll do a post soon with kind of everything, with close-ups of everything. Um, so I got the pamphlets from... Lymphedema Treatment Act's website, and I did, um, so I live in the Richmond area, and I've seen, I don't know if it's anywhere else, obviously, but there's, like, places that, at parks and stuff, I occasionally see rocks, like, there's this thing with, like, rocks that have, like, positive, yeah, like, affirmations or, or painted rocks, that, like, yeah. yeah, that you'll find hidden in trees and stuff, and I'm, like, I want to do that with lymphedema. I want to, you know, just, uh, just random like little things for lymphedema. And, you know, I, I would never know if someone would find it, um, who, uh, who it would help, who would know about lymphedema or anything. Like I would never know that, but that's okay. I'm not doing it to know. I'm just doing it for the awareness and the advocacy. So I also painted rocks with different things like painting lymphedema on them or painting a blue butterfly or a blue ribbon. Um, I put my Instagram name on one of them, um, and I did have, like, actual blue ribbons that I made on the table, too. So I did the rocks, which also helped keep the pamphlets from blowing away. And I plan on reusing those rocks by whenever my husband and I go to visit parks to do activities, like he likes to play disc golf. Um, I intend on leaving those rocks and written random places kind of around the community like I've seen with other words of affirmation um in terms of the guest response I heard or find found out that guests absolutely loved it and thought it was great um everyone I mean I'm very you know me I'm very yeah. open about my lymphedema there's no secret about it so everyone that was there already knows either they already are fully aware of it or if it was anyone from his side like they would at least know, okay, there's, Kirsten has something in her legs. They, they may not be able to give the name, but, the, you know, I, I'm open about it. So everyone there at least knew I had something going on with my legs. So I heard that they loved it. And um, 
with everyone knowing I have lymphedema and everything, my mom heard lots of comments that I um, was dealing with it all really well, I guess just with the wedding day. And it was a long day. And um, when they say that you're going to be spending the whole time talking to people, they aren't kidding. <laughs> there are even some people that I do feel really, really bad. Like it, it's just, when you have over 100 people there in a matter of yeah. just a couple hours between you know, the photos, your dance, it, it really is hard to get to everyone, so I do feel terrible about not getting everyone. But I heard through the grapevine that everyone loved my table, and it did. My stacks did seem a little less than what what they had been before going. So I think I think it was a, a success. I like to think it was a success. I think that um, would be a good thing if anyone and, you know anyone who's listening to this and trying to make wedding plans of their own. I think that would be a really cool thing. Um, I'm happy to throw in some podcast cards if anyone wants that. If they're listening to this, I try to send them out to uh, offices so people can just like scan the QR code for the podcast or something um, just to give an opportunity to listen and learn. And I think that you probably educated somebody who hadn't heard of lymphedema before, but then I like to think that that little nugget of information is then going to help in conversation, they'll either be more aware of or more patient with someone that they see that may be wearing a bandage similar to what you had or swollen legs or swollen arm or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I think just that knowledge and being able to relate it to someone that we know, they would know. And that's kind of how we yeah. spread awareness for the community that's not afflicted. Um, because I don't have lymphedema and I, people all the time are like, well, do you have it? Does anyone in your family have it? I'm like, no, but it just made sense. Like once I learned about it, it was like, Oh, okay, let's help people. So maybe someone else, yeah. if they attended and they're in the medical field, maybe that will encourage them to learn more about it. Or if they're, you know, in any environment, any, yeah. any career path, they could be a better human just for learning about it. Yeah. So like final that. question, as we wrap up the episode, this little episode on, wedding planning what did you learn from the process the things I learned from the process I really only have one big thing um going back to the shoe I chose since it was a little bit of a wedge my ankles were kind of angry by the end of the night um not as angry as I think they would have been pre-surgeries um but they were a little angry so um, maybe I should have, I do have a pair of white oh. Hey Dudes, and if anyone doesn't know what Hey Dudes are, they're like, <laughs> they're like, they apparently like, the, the new thing I feel thing like they have a now. new they're fairies. So are you and I close to the same age? Are you like in your thirties? Uh, I'm 28. So I remember Sperry's being the thing, <laughs> like in high school, and it was like colorful yes. Sperry's, print Sperry's, all of them. I think Hey Dudes are the yes. new Sperry's. Hades are definitely a new thing and just coming from a lymphedema person they're like the first shoe I could finally buy that were like my actual size because they are stretchy or or I could at least find ones that stretched a little better than others um but anyway they're very comfortable and I do have a white pair so um at the end of the night I was like eh maybe I should have brought my hey dudes to change into like once like the evening evening started um, but again, just going back to 
being a short brat and just wanting to be a little taller in, picture, in any pictures that were taken. Maybe, but it's fine. It was well worth it. Maybe but my ankle height, never hurt. If someone else needs height, they could do um, like platform sneakers. Yeah, we need Sperry's to yeah, come out for, with like a platform one. So for the better of my ankles, I probably should have had my Hey Dudes. But even with the wedge, the um, foam wedge flip-flops I had on, I never felt like I hurt. I never was just like, oh, when is this over? Like I was still had an absolute blast and awesome. my legs were still just totally fine. Um, otherwise, honestly, that would be the only thing that I learned from the process also how to plan an amazing wedding look at you that sounds like it was a great time <laughs> it was it was it was such a, a beautiful venue um I'm very very thankful to have found a venue that would allow my horse um, there for pictures so we did have him there um which by the way bride did walk him across the entire venue without oh. a print on her dress to, I want to give myself a little that back. seems like <laughs> it's probably a big deal. <laughs> yeah, I was talking to another horse person like a week before the wedding, and she was like, "Yeah, we definitely didn't get through photos without hoof prints on my dress." And I was so proud of myself. <laughs> but no, very awesome, uh, very beautiful place. Um, very thankful for them and everyone who came out and everyone who enjoyed and took the time to look over my lymphedema. Well, you and I are about to record the follow-up to this. So anyone who's listening, if you're wondering, but what about the honeymoon? I'm wondering the same thing, and we're about to find out. So (laughs) we're going to wrap this up and let everyone know that they can come and listen next week, and they will be able to hear all the details about the honeymoon. Um, before we do, do you have any words of encouragement for anyone who's listening and looking to plan their lymphy wedding as well? Well, words of encouragement in general, I like to say knowledge is power and uh, no one can take that away from you. And what I like to do is do the best I can for my lymphedema today to make it better tomorrow. And in terms of wedding planning, as I mentioned earlier, if you're elevating or if you do have a pump, um, use that time to get stuff done. If you just feel overwhelmed and stressed, take use that to your advantage. And otherwise, just enjoy it. Lymphedema or not, just enjoy it. It was so much fun. And my mom is making an album for me with all the pictures taken along the way so that my husband can look through that and enjoy it too. Because of course there's times when you're shopping for the wedding dress that, you know, times that he wasn't there with you. So just enjoy it, lymphedema or not. And um, do figure out what works best for you. Cause you know, I can have my tips, but everyone's different. So that's And whenever doing. you do share your wedding photos or your little slides about the awareness table where can the audience find you on social media yes my uh, lymphedema instagram name is at eight the number eight furlongs underscore of underscore lymph furlongs is spelled f-u-r-l-o-n-g-s just like a furlong on a race so i do want to know what's the significance of that because i thought it was hands for like how tall a horse is and I thought you were eight hands. <laughs> no, so eight furlongs is 
um, eight okay. furlongs measures one mile. So if a racetrack is eight furlongs long, it's one mile. Most racetracks are one mile, one and a quarter or one and a half. So I think the longest is one and a half miles. But um, one furlong is one eighth of a mile in terms of horse racing. And so I just thought that was kind of crafty. Like, I don't know how many miles of lymph fluid we have in our body, obviously. But in my mind, when I was coming up with it, I am in the racing industry. Um, and so it's just like, oh one mile of racing one mile I love of it I just always was like that's not yeah. hands like Eight horse hands. hands anyways there's my very yeah. small amount of knowledge coming out all right well I may not have much knowledge in the horse world but I do know podcasts and I know that we are coming back next week with the honeymoon episode so be sure to mark it on your calendar or like and subscribe to the podcast. So next week, you do not miss the Honeymoon Edition, which features both Kirsten and her husband, Trey. All right, guys, thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Limpy Wedding Planning. I hope you enjoyed this really behind-the-scenes look. And don't forget, next week, we're going to follow up on the honeymoon. I hope you're enjoying listening to this episode so far. I want to jump in and tell you guys that you should be definitely checking out the sponsors who support Limpedema Podcast. This year, our sponsors are Eros Medical, Play, which is Pediatric Lymphedema Alliance, Medi, and Juzo. Go check out their websites, go check out their Instagrams and their social medias, and find them so that they can help you power through your lymphedema journey.